Hey, Joshua Segafis here. On this podcast, I teach men and women how to increase their attraction, level up their dating game, and embrace the alpha mentality. If you're sick of a dating or relationship life that sucks, stick around. This is exactly where you want to be. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, Joshua Segafis here. Listen, I just opened up my new mastermind tribe, an exclusive community where alpha-minded men and women can get the individualized coaching and guidance they need to truly level up their dating game and embrace the alpha mentality. Find it at joshuasegafis.com forward slash mastermind tribe or check below. You should find a link in the comments. It's free for the first month. And if you believe in anything I say or talk about, this is the ultimate mastermind tribe for you. Go sign up. I'll see you there and we'll crush it together. Now, let's get on to today's episode. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of the Joshua Segevis YouTube and Podcast. This is the YouTube and Podcast show where we talk about how to increase your attraction, level up your dating game, and embrace the alpha mentality. Hit that thumbs up button. Hit that subscribe button. Let YouTube know that you like the content, that you'd like to see more of it. Also helps me to help more people by telling YouTube that people like the content, which is awesome. Also, I've got some links down below in the description. Make sure you check out my um, link to my social media. I've got all my social media linked to down there. Like, follow, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. I also have the link to my mastermind tribe. If you're having um, specific problems in your dating life and you're not sure how to fix it, not quite sure where you're going wrong, I encourage you to click on that link and join my mastermind tribe because that is the best way to get uh, my individualized help and coaching to help you solve those dating problems and move on to create the dating life of your dreams. So if you've been having some dating issues, don't quite know how to solve it, make sure you check out that link. All right, with that being said, we're gonna go ahead and jump into the topic of today's video, which is what should you not do in dating, ladies edition. Now I just finished the like guys edition of this the other day. It's on my channel, you can find that. Uh, this one is dedicated specifically to the ladies. So ladies, these are 12 things not to do when you're on a date. And I'm just gonna jump right into them. We're gonna try not to make this too long. So number one, uh, don't play hard to get. Right. Uh, some women think that playing hard to get is the right move in the you know beginning phase of the relationship, or you know when you're just first start seeing one, but someone. But that's actually not really true. Now keep in mind what men are looking for. Men are attracted to youth, beauty, fidelity, fertility, and agreeableness. These are really the big five core attraction metrics that really get men's attention, right? Um, other things are important too, but if those five things are not in place, the guy is much less likely to be interested in you in a potential romantic way. And so when you play hard to get, you really kind of go against the agreeableness part of that to, to an extent, because if he's a high value man, um, he's not going to chase you jumping through hoops to try to, you know, get with you. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to just, you know, uh, go along with whatever he wants. It doesn't mean you can't have your own standards. It doesn't mean that you cannot navigate the process in a way that seems, you know, rational to you. All that means is I always advise against going out of your way to try to make it seem like you're not interested because that's a turnoff for a guy. A guy doesn't want to have to chase you down for your attention, right? Um, he wants to progress at a natural pace, but he's not going to invest if he doesn't think you're interested. So playing hard to get can actually work against you and it can cause you to vet out high value partners and it can actually cause you to attract more low value partners because um, low value like beta mentality men who are you know in sexual um, sexual scarcity, who are not 
having a good dating experience, maybe they're a little desperate, a little needy, those types of men may jump through hoops to try to gain access to you. So, you know, what you end up doing is vetting out the good guys and then getting all the low value guys sticking around when you try to play hard to get. Okay, so number two is be argumentative. Don't be argumentative. That goes directly against the agreeableness part of the of the core attraction metrics that women need to be cultivating if they want to attract high value men. Um, that doesn't mean not to speak your mind. It doesn't mean that you can't, you know, say, okay, well, we agree to disagree or whatever. But what it does mean is not to like try just to argue to be argumentative. I this is actually a thing because I'm a pretty like I'm a pretty intellectual guy. I have some pretty secure ideas about things especially when it comes to dating relationships and gender dynamics and so like for me i like to talk about those things i'm passionate about those things and sometimes i'll i'll go on dates with women who as it turns out really disagree with pretty much everything i believe and okay that's fine we don't have to agree um i'm totally fine with existing alongside someone who does not agree with me however when someone kind of tries to keep arguing with you about it, trying to get you to like admit you're wrong, which, you know, if you're not, if you don't believe you're wrong, that's really off putting. And that's not something that, you know, I do to other people. So here's the real thing um, being argumentative goes directly against that agreeableness thing. Um, if you want to be right, versus being successful in the dating marketplace feel free to be argumentative other than that um try to be okay with agreeing to disagree without arguing about it right okay so number three uh don't pretend to be dumb uh this isn't something that i see a whole lot in my own dating life i, I don't tend to uh, date many women who do this but there are women who do this you know they maybe they pretend to be dumb or they um, they kind of pretend to be ditzy, I think, because they think it's cute, but I don't think anyone really thinks it's cute, and it it takes away from you being like the intelligent, smart woman that you are, right? So, so use your intellect, use your intelligence. There's this common idea that men are um, that men are intimidated by intelligent women, but this is not true. Low value men are threatened by intelligent women because they feel inferior that makes them feel defensive high value men are not at all uh intimidated by intelligent women in fact they find them interesting and sexy and they want their partners to be intelligent so they can have a good conversation and connect and actually unwind after a hard day and have some good just adult conversation like that's a that's an upside if you find that the men you're dating tend to be put off by your intelligence you're probably dating low value beta mentality men who are living in sexual scarcity not high value sexually abundant men um okay uh, number four not be interested in anything the guy's talking about okay so if you're just not legitimately interested in anything this guy's talking about Number one, you're probably not going to be dating this guy. Um, you probably shouldn't be dating this guy if you absolutely don't care about anything he's talking about. Uh, number two, you know, if you care at all about this, you know, turning into a possible dating situation where you actually date this guy, it really pays to try to be interested in what he's talking about. Like, you know, maybe he's really into... Um, maybe he's really into flying, you know... Uh, drones okay maybe you don't care at all about that um if he wants to talk about it and if it excites him it's in your best interest if you actually care about this dating exchange to try to take an interest 
think to yourself, well, I've never really cared about drums before, but I'm going to hear him out. I'm going to listen and I'm going to be focused and I'm going to give him my attention while he's talking about it. That will mean so much to him because one thing that men really like is they like to talk about the things that matter to them and then they like to have the other person care. They don't want to feel like they're being ignored and tuned out. A high value man, if he thinks you're ignoring him or tuning him out when he's talking about something he cares about, he's just going to vet you out. So it does pay when you're dating high value men to be interested in what they're talking about. So number five, be rude to the white staff. Don't be rude to the white staff. Be agreeable. Be pleasant, right? Be a a compliment to a potential compliment to a man's life. Any woman who's going to be rude to wait staff as a high value man, I'm going to vet right out. She's not going to make it another 15 minutes with me. Like there's no excuse for it. I don't want any kind of unkindness. Like I would never be rude to a waiter and, and I would never tolerate a woman doing so in my presence. So that's just how it is. Uh, don't do that. Um, number six, talk about your ex too much. You know, it is acceptable to discuss your dating history on the first date. In fact, a high valley man will often, one of the first things he will probably ask you is tell me about your dating history. Like, tell me about you know, your relationship history. You know, have you been married? You know, have you been in any long-term relationships? If so, how long were they? These are very rational questions to ask because he's trying to learn about you and basically he's trying to gather the most crucial information to make a decision about whether, you know, you might be a good investment in his, of his time. Um, so... So talking about your exes in the sense of that, like not such a bad thing. However, if you go on and on about your exes, like about how they hurt you, how, you know, they did this and that and telling stories and how you're still hurt by it. Um, if you haven't processed those things, like that's kind of a red flag. You really need to process those things before you try to go out there and date. Um, going to therapy, talking to your friends, or even just making a mental note while you're on date. Don't talk about my ex. Don't talk about my ex. Don't talk about my ex. Like you're here to meet a guy, not to talk about the one that got away or the one who broke your heart or whatever. You see what I'm saying? Um, a high value man, if you're talking about your ex, and it's like it's obvious that you still care a lot about that, either in a negative or positive way. He's just going to walk away. He's not going to invest any time into that. Um, so that's something that's important. Uh, number seven, call your exes, all your exes toxic. That's another red flag. Um, if I hear a woman say, yeah, pretty much every man I've dated has just been a narcissistic, you know, um, jerk. They've all been toxic. You know, I mean, I, I really, you know, I mean, maybe I made mistakes, but they were really the bad part of it. Like, you know, or they all cheated on me or they were all mean or whatever. Um, that's obviously not true. Um, I have dated some doozies in my time, right? With that being said, I'd never go out and blame all of those women for the relationships failing. And high value people don't do this. High value people take responsibility for the bad things in their life. So for me, I'm actually more likely to say, you know, I've dated some women, uh, some of them had some issues, but at the end of the day, to be honest, uh, the reason my relationships didn't last was because I didn't know any better. I was ignorant. And, you know, I learned in those relationships and that's just how it is. And so that's what your attitude should be. If you come into this thing like blaming your exes for all your problems, victim mentality. And he's going to see that as a red flag and he's going to run for the hills. Like, no doubt about it. So just keep that in mind. Number eight, use the phrase toxic masculinity. It, there is nothing. There is almost nothing in this world that will cause me to vet out a woman as quick as if she uses the phrase toxic masculinity. The reason for this being is because, and I don't talk about this a whole lot on my channel because my channel isn't necessarily 
a gender dynamics commentary channel. My channel is about dating tips. However, I do have some thoughts about this. And to be quite honest with you, anyone who isn't researched enough and doesn't understand human mating behavior, doesn't understand gender dynamics enough that they think the phrase toxic masculinity has any kind of usefulness outside of just being a buzzword. Like if they take it seriously, that gives me an instant clue into their psychology and what they think. And it shows that they are most likely indoctrinated by this woke modern mindset. The same, it's the same mindset that's producing weak men in our culture it's the same mindset that's producing masculine shame in our culture it's all bad news i don't want anything to do with it i don't want it in my life i don't want it in my ears i don't want it in front of me and if someone drops a bomb like that and they actually take it seriously like it's not a joke then done gone and that's how high value men think so if you uh are going to like if you're the type of woman who says some says things like toxic masculinity or you blame the patriarchy for problems and you think that those things are real i would highly highly encourage you to read um i would highly highly encourage you to do some reading and some actual study about gender dynamics uh read the evolution of desire by david buss uh, read The Rational Male by Rolo Tomasi. Uh, that book is a weird read for women. Um, that's more of a book for men. However, it will really help women to understand um, gender dynamics a lot better. I'm trying to think of other books that might be a good, uh, a good fit. Um, well, those, those two books are really the best ones. Uh, at the end of the day, here's the thing. There are humans who have issues, right? There are men who have issues, there are women who have issues. If I encounter a woman who is not in a healthy state, who doesn't um, produce positive results in her life, I don't blame that on all women, right? And that's just a rational thing to do. And so it's using a phrase like toxic masculinity proves that you don't understand gender dynamics and it is just, it is, showing that your understanding of the problem is incomplete and to be really honest a lot of high value men are going to recognize that as a symptom of someone who has different than rational expectations like that their expectations are not rational and they don't understand like male nature or female nature to the healthiest extent. And you can't have a relationship with someone like that. So, you know, check yourself a little bit and really, really search those for those answers. Really look into human mating behavior, the nature of men and women, and the, the, the nature of the masculine and the feminine. And you will see that it takes the feminine and the masculine to create balance in this life. It's really actually a very beautiful and complicated topic and it can take a while to figure it out but you have to read and you have to study if you read those two books that i recommended um you're gonna get a, a much better idea about what i'm talking about okay so uh point number nine don't show up late um be punctual and if you're not going to show up on time 
then at least you know let him know. Be like, hey, I'm gonna be ten minutes late. If you're gonna be five minutes late, okay, not a big deal. If you're gonna be ten minutes late, let him know ahead of time, right? For me, it's a real tell when I show up and a woman is like, you know, 15, 20 minutes late. It shows that she, like she doesn't have much control over her life. It, her life is probably more chaos, especially if she didn't let me know. Um, it just shows me about how much chaos is in her life. And it's going to be really hard for me to take her seriously, right? Because I am either on time or I let people know if I'm going to be 10 minutes late, right? That's just how I am. That's how I roll because I prioritize it and I make it important and my life is not run by chaos. So that's something. Uh, number 10. Don't be on your phone the whole time. Uh, this is something that men and women do. It's a terrible habit. I hate this habit. I, I want to tell men and women to stop this. If you're on a date with somebody or you're even if you're hanging out, this even goes for being with your friends. Don't be on your phone. Like put your phone away and spend actual human time together. There is nothing worse than when I'm sitting around with my friends or if I'm with a woman or no matter who I'm with. And then they pull out their phones and they're more engrossed in their phone than they are in the conversation. It's like, okay, well, I'll just leave if, if we're not going to have a human interaction, right? Um, I think that we have a major disrespect problem in our society when it comes to socializing. I think that we're becoming socially inept as a species because of technology. Now, technology is wonderful. Obviously, I'm on YouTube, I'm on social media. I, I'll, I'll scroll through social media like anyone else. However, I really make an effort to try to interface with humans like in real life when I have the opportunity. And I believe that that's the best way to do it because we are social creatures, right? Now, in the future, we may evolve to be only digitally social, okay, but we're not there yet. And so we have to be in the present in a physical way. And that's important. So, okay, number 11, don't be judgmental. Uh, some women look down on men for different things. Some women might, you know, think, well, this guy, he's got to be, you know, good enough to get my respect or, you know, I'm just going to look down on him, going to be judgmental. Um, if he's not dressed in a particular way or if he doesn't drive a particular car. Now, if you're not interested in a man, that's totally fine. Like, you can't help what you're attracted to and what you're not attracted to. If a guy comes in and he's wearing, you know, a particular kind of outfit and, and you're just not feeling it, you're just like, you know, this guy, I'm just not into it. Totally fair. And it's not even your fault. It's it's human mating behavior. And we have attraction, we have instincts that drive those things. And we can't control those things. We can only listen to our instincts and what they tell us, right? You can't force yourself to be attracted to someone. That doesn't mean that we want to be judgmental either, right? So when you're with a guy and, you know, if he seems to be not your type, maybe the type of guy you'd normally look down on, it's a really good self-awareness practice to still be respectful, even in your mind, you know, and, and not be judgmental. And it you can pretend, pretend not to be judgmental, but be judgmental in your mind. That's better than if you act it out, but it's even better if in your mind you think, no, 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 I'm not going to be judgmental. I'm just going to talk to this guy. You know, maybe he's not social. Maybe he's socially awkward. Maybe he's the type of guy who you think, oh my gosh, like he's a mess, you know, socially, whatever. Okay. Don't go on another date with him. You don't have to be interested in him, but don't be judgmental either, right? That obviously a high value man, you're probably not going to be judgmental of. If you are and you act judgmental of a high value man, I will tell you this, he'll vet you out instantly because he's not going to be done with that. That goes against the agreeableness trait. But if he's a lower, lower value man, um, it still pays you to be nice and kind, right? Uh, and then number 10, this is the, the last one. Don't pretend to be someone you're not. 
Part of the magic of dating and meeting new people is experiencing genuine, authentic people for who they are, right? It's so boring to meet cookie cutter humans who just talk about the weather and they don't share anything personal. They don't express themselves in a unique fashion, right? They don't let you kind of know what kind of person they are. Like I'm a big fan of, as, as they say, letting your freak flag fly, you know, uh, be who you are, be unapologetic about it. If you're the type of person who loves to wear a particular type of makeup, even if it's unorthodox, do it well, but do it right. Um, speaking generally, men tend to rate red lipstick as their favorite shade of lipstick. But if every woman wore red lipstick, it would get so boring. You know what I'm saying? I, I would much prefer to see a woman put on a different shade of lipstick and really own it and do it well and it be what she actually likes, right? I'd much rather see a woman uh, wear a clothing style or an aesthetic that maybe it's not the most quote unquote popular aesthetic, but it actually expresses her tastes and interests and it gives you a clue into who she is. Like I would much rather see that. I think humans are so much more interesting when they're just being real and authentic. And so that's one thing that I think you men and women, but women especially, well, men, not especially, men and women in equal in equal amounts need to really be comfortable doing is just being yourself. Don't put on a face. Don't put on a show. You don't have to please anyone, right? Um, you do not have to you do not have to be fake to get anyone's approval, right? Um, of course, you want to try to be, you know, work on your attraction metrics to a point, but there's a point where you can cross over a line and try so hard to be attractive that you become someone different. And that's not a line that I, I like to cross. And I would never, I would never encourage anyone to cross that line. I think that what we do is we decide who we want to be and then we level up our attraction in accordance with our authentic, genuine self. That's the priority. You prioritize authenticity first, right? Now, if there are things about you that suck, fix them. So that, that's not you anymore, right? But if there are things about you that are meaningful to you, that are good for your life, that you wish to embrace, well, embrace them. And then build your attraction around that thing, right? around who you are, compliment it, project it. Don't try to hide it or cover it up. Women who are free to be themselves are the most interesting women in the world, in my opinion. And I would, and I would highly encourage you to, to act that out as you date and you meet men and you expand your social circles. All right, that's going to be it for this one. Go with grace, my friends. Never give up your power. This is Josh Segafis signing off. Thank you for listening. Make sure to visit www.joshuasegathis.com. Catch you on the flip side.